prayer. Father, we thank you for this day that we know where Bill is, that he put his faith in Jesus Christ, and he's in heaven celebrating around the throne of God, seeing things that we would love to see, experiencing things we would only long to experience and wonder what it would be like. The Father, we're left down here, and we thank you for the comfort of the Holy Spirit that comforts us in all of our afflictions. We thank you for Miss Carol. We thank you for just the um, power of the Spirit of God that upholds her, friends that come around her, and, and as people uh, are mo motiv motivated and moved by the Spirit, they'll contact her at the right time with the right words. So, Lord, we thank you for this time that we can celebrate the life of Bill Hampton. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Coming and <clears throat> supporting Carol. Looks like a Karis reunion out here. <laughs> William Neil Hampton of Woodland Park, Colorado, passed away Saturday at his home, December 24th, 2022. He was born on February 6th, 1951, to Mr. Richard Clinton Hampton and Mrs. Virginia Leona Hampton. He was one of seven children. Bill moved frequently while growing up. And his father was a traveling insurance agent who later became a Baptist preacher. <laughs> After graduating high school from Purchase Lane High School in 1969, he went on to graduate from Indiana University of Pennsylvania in 1973 with a Bachelor of Science in Education. In May of 2016, he graduated with a master's degree from Karis Bible College in Woodland Park. He also went on to complete ministry school at Karis Bible College in 2020. Amen. In 1980, Bill passed the Olympic trials as a long-distance runner. He didn't run fast enough from Carol, though. Bill always excelled in sales and customer service. He owned and operated a handful of businesses throughout his life. And those left to cherish his memories are his loving wife of 24 years, Miss Carol. They would have been married 25 years on January 17th of this coming year. And they both were looking forward to this milestone in their lives. He's also survived by his previous wife, Linda Robertson Cornwell of Erie, Pennsylvania. One son, Andrew Neil Hampton, and his wife, Renee Hampton of Huntersville, North Carolina. One daughter, Jennifer Lane Hampton Young, and her husband, Ryan Young of Erie, Pennsylvania. Two brothers, Richard Hampton of New Holland, Pennsylvania, and John Hampton of Oklahoma, Florida. Two sisters, Becky Iranpour from Lexington, Kentucky, and Hope Norton of Noonan, Georgia. Six grandchildren, Jacob, Alex, and Elena Hampton, Taylor, uh, Brady, and Annalise Young. He is preceded in death by his parents, Richard and Virginia Hampton, and his two brothers, Mike and Tom Hampton. Oh, please stand. We're going to have a time of worship. A couple of songs that meant a lot to Bill and Carol. 
gratitude and good, good father. so Bill can hear it. Amen. So come on, my soul. Don't you get shy on me. Lift up your song. Because you've got a lion inside of those lungs. So get up and praise the Lord. So come on, my soul. Don't you get shy on me, lift up your song. Cause you've got a lion inside of those lungs. So get up and praise the Lord. Come on, my soul. Don't you get shy on me, lift up your song. Cause you've got a lion inside of those lungs. So get up and praise the Lord. Yeah. 
again and again. Because all that I have is a hallelujah, hallelujah. And I know it's not much, but I'm nothing else fit for a king. Except for a heart singing hallelujah,
Amen. Thank you, man. You can be seated. Some of you might realize or know that Bill was attacked with cancer a few years back. And Bill was not a cancer survivor. He was a cancer conqueror. And he learned the power of the healing that's in Jesus Christ. He tapped into it. And so we have a, a powerful testimonial video from Bill himself about that healing journey that he had. So can we play that video? Please uh, lower the lights, please. North Carolina after completing year two at Karis. Everything was going great. We were even teaching Karis Bible studies. It was when we were teaching God Wants You Well that I discovered a growth on my back. Next came a diagnosis of melanoma, cancer. I had surgery to remove the stage three tumor and lymph nodes, but the tumor grew back within five weeks. They sent me home to die after a biopsy of the new tumor was diagnosed as stage four. One morning, I heard God say, I have a 100% success rate. I stopped taking chemotherapy. I stood on the word of God. I felt God saying, trust me, just trust me. He gave me a vision one night where I saw myself healed teaching Bible studies and back at care speaking in front of the student body. I started listening to teachings on healing, reading scriptures, speaking God's word over my body hour after hour. Over a period of nine months, the tumor gradually got smaller and smaller until it was completely gone after my healing journey God brought me back to Karis for year three ministry school, and I did see that vision of speaking in front of the student body come to pass. Karis gave me the foundation I stood on during my healing journey. I came to a deep understanding of God's love for me and my true identity in Him. If I hadn't been established with these revelations as my foundation, I don't think in fact, I know I would not be here today. No matter what the enemy throws at you, don't quit. God's purpose in your life is not finished. Praise the Lord. So Bill wants you to know today, don't quit. Don't quit, don't quit, don't quit. Praise God. Well, this is the time we want to open up this stage for those that want to share memories that they have of Bill, and let's celebrate his life. So uh, we'll have the first person that come up now, and then once you share, you have a microphone here, we'll turn it on, and then set it down, and the next person can come up and share. So who's the first person who would like to come and share uh, a story, a, a memory about Bill? Not all at once. Don't run. Okay. Marlene, come on up here. And then you'll be, you can be next. So. Can you help her on the stage? Won't you please? Thank you. Okay, so 
Bill Hampton and John May hired me on as the cook at Karis Bible College. And the biggest thing I remember about Bill is when my husband Gabriel and I were struggling financially to be at Karis, um, we were wondering how we were going to pay for school. And I confided in Bill with that, and he told me how him and Carol went through the same thing and somebody paid for their schooling. So, I'm sorry, about a week later, Gabriel comes up to me saying that somebody had paid for his full year at school. And so I went up and told Bill, and he just got so excited, he started crying with me. (laughs) And, you know, he, just like that song said, he just knows that God is a good, good father. And he had that revelation then, and he gave it to me in that moment. So he was just super encouraging me every time he just saw me, and Miss Miss Carol would encourage me too. And any time Gabriel and I struggled, we could go to them, and they would encourage us. And a, a lot of the body has done that for us, so. Thank y'all. So um, my name is Mary and my husband Eric is here. We're both students at Karis. And uh, when we were uh, first year, I believe it was, we uh, we needed to serve uh, to get, you know, points and, and missions points and so forth. And so we were doing the resource uh, area. And uh, we didn't recognize Bill, but he was in the area. And I was curious if my name was on the paperwork, make sure I was in the right place, because I didn't recognize him. So I went up to see the paperwork, and as I looked over, I heard him say, Ma'am, excuse me, step away from that paperwork. (laughs) But then, of course, when the time came to report, and we reported there, and we introduced ourselves, and ever since then, we were just so friendly when we see it on campus. We we became really friendly with them, so when they started coming to church, we were just really glad to see him and to get to know him a little bit more. So that's our memory. All right, well, I only had the pleasure of knowing Bill for the last year of his life, but uh, it truly was a pleasure to get to know him. Uh, We had a lot of great conversations. We shared one of life's great passions, eating. Um, And Bill had a lot to to say, a lot of great advice to give about food. So I will spend the rest of my life living that out. But uh, he was just... In all seriousness, he was such a tremendous blessing to our team. We loved having him. Uh, unofficially, his job was to own the resources area for conferences, and guests would come up, and he would just greet them with such joy and make them feel valued. And he knew all of the resources. He knew all of the books of Andrews. And so people would come, and they would talk about what they were going through. And, you know, and I just, I know the spirit was just, working through Bill to tell him, okay, you need exactly this book for this season of your life. And there were so many people that were ministered to in that way. 
And I remember he also would just kind of point out some of the students and the staff members, uh, some of the younger ones around the school, and say, you see that person? I, I consider myself to be like a second father to them, and I'm watching over them. Um, and that, that definitely left an impression on me. But Bill will be dearly missed. He was such a tremendous asset to our team and to the ministry, but even more so as a friend. Um, and we already miss him. My name is Susanna, and I'm better than ever. <laughs> I'm happy to know Bill, because I, some of my close friends, they know this. I can come behind you and just shoulder you or push you. Then you turn as <laughs> So that's the joke I have with Bill. So anytime he sees me, are you coming to make a trouble today? I say, oh, no, you are the troublemaker. <laughs> <laughs> I am not. So, uh, our last, even the last conference that we have, he was sitting down there when he saw me coming there. I said, are you coming to make trouble? I said, no, you are looking for the trouble, so you'll get it. Um, I will miss him dearly, but one thing that we hold on to is like we will see him again. We know where he is, and we rejoice with him today. He's looking down rejoicing, and proud of me standing here talking about him. Amen. <laughs> Carol, you are not alone. And uh, anytime I see you, I remember him. But you know my jokes, so I will not look trouble for him, but from you. <laughs> Thank you all. Well, I met, my wife and I met uh, Bill and Carol when we came to go to Karis Bible College in August uh, 2015. We met them in the sign-up line. And uh, over time, we got to know them very well. We became very good friends, close friends. We could share things with each other. We'd have good fellowship with each other. And as part of the early uh, relationship, we learned about beef jerky. <laughs> and that's what they were doing uh, to earn money. And so we learned the beef jerky business from them. And when they moved to North Carolina, they said, would you like to try your hand at this? And we, so we said, sure, we'll do it. And so for that season, it was a, it was a fun thing to experience. But the best thing is to have had a brother like Bill that you know you could depend on. He would always be there. And if he had a job, and I was around him enough, that he put his whole into doing what he was asked to do or knew to do. He was a good example of stewardship, not only in what he was given to do, but in his teammates. And I hope that will sink in for just a moment for anybody that's responsible for a team because you have the responsibility of stewarding every person on your team 
to get them to their next step. And I know that that's what Bill was about as well. We'll miss Bill, but the great thing is this. He made the right decision for Jesus, and we'll see him again soon. So I don't know if you guys knew that Bill and Carol, um, they owned a bookshop, a bookstore in Mayberry, <laughs> where Andy, Andy and, and Barney used to be, used to sheriff. <laughs> in the real the real town there, whatever what was the name of it? Mount Airy. Yeah, Mount Mount Airy, Mount Airy. and um, and my wife and I've been. Uh, witnessing to our family, our religious family members, right? Um, they don't believe in miracles except when they need prayer. And uh, so, so Janice's brother and family were just—they were just visiting Mount Airy, and uh, and they they said, "This is," and, and they have Bill, Bill and Carol have my books in there, and they they said. This is this is my brother-in-law, <laughs> and, and so they wouldn't receive the books from us, but they paid for for, for the books. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> um, you know, Bill and Bill and Carol, they were not they were not just students. They were like parents to the ministry school students and other students. And they, they modeled, Bill and Carol both modeled the principles that we taught in, in leadership and in love and just manifesting Jesus. And um, uh, he, he's just, he, I mean, they were, they were about to launch out to do a new ministry. And, and uh, so we, we're really going to miss these guys. It was a certainly a shocker to uh, to Janice and I, and we uh, we dearly loved him. He's a he's a friend, and uh, he's with Jesus, and we and we're all better for knowing knowing Bill. So Bill was my boss for a short span at Karis because we're always changing and regrowing and reorganizing. Um, and Carol worked with me in the bookstore. And one of the really cool things is that Bill was hired on and he started developing our new kitchen menu, uh, the cafe menu. And he would bring in food all the time for us to try. Now, I know he was bringing it for Carol, but it was a perk for me too because <laughs> we had popcorn. I mean, anytime anything was going on. We were very well taken care of. So that was a very good fattening season. So, Carol, thank you. Because because of you, Bill fed me too. So thank you. I have to be honest. I am so upset with Bill. I, I, I am really upset with the guy. It's like I'm trying to get over this offense and this bitterness that I have towards him because... <laughs> not seriously, guys. I was like... No, Bill left because before he got a chance to put in the dipping station for the ice creams at the kitchen. 
It's like, really? It's like, I think he's selfish that he just took this, wants to be with Jesus, and he didn't even think about us and my desire to have some ice cream. You know, that is, uh, yeah, I'm going to have to pray about this and fast about this because this is just upsetting. No, but I actually had the privilege of working with Bill for, you know, for a while. And you know what? The one thing I can say about Bill and Carol that I've noticed with Bill is there's nothing fake about them. You know, there's nothing fake about them. It's like really, I know where Bill is, but he's a friend and yeah. We, we miss, we, that, that's the part I'm going to miss is Bill. I spoke to him at one of the last conferences and he was just like, man, it was he good talking to him. Sunshine. Yeah. Always. And he always, you know, it is so true what, what, what you were saying is like um, his staff, you know, every time I was walking with him and his team, he always cared about his team and what his team wanted to do and how they are doing. And you know what? He's a genuinely good man. And you know what? Carol, we're going to miss him. Yeah. Yeah, I'm so grateful that jerky's been brought up more than once in this service because I was like, it's going to be a crying shame for Bill to go to heaven and us not even mention jerky <laughs> at his, going, his home going. But um, I had the privilege of working with um, Bill and Carol down at the uh, phone center when it was here in Colorado Springs at the Elton campus um, a few years ago. It was just down the road from here. And it was such a treat because, you know, uh, I'd see, I was a night school student and um, I would see Bill and Carol, you know, at the ministry, and, and it was just such a great day whenever Bill turned around and said, hey, you want some jerky? And I was just like, <laughs> it was like the heavens would open up because I was just so hungry <laughs> after work, and I'd be like, yes, I do want some before I pray for all these people, but it was, uh, it was a joy and a privilege, and then um, my mother actually met them down at uh, Derry and Karen Jolly's camp meeting that Andrew Wama used to go to in Charlotte, North Carolina. And I was like, Mom, did you meet Bill and Carol? She was like, oh, yeah, the jerky people? Yeah, I met them. Because so, <laughs> they had a jerky stand down in good old Charlotte. And, um, yeah, it was just, and then when they came back, it was just a real privilege to be able to see them again for these last few years. So thank you, Miss Carol. What's good, everybody? My name is Ava Lawson. For those of you that don't know, I used to work in the cafe, and I served underneath Bill, and I'm not a morning person. And at the cafe, you got to be up. No sh no hate to them. Hard workers, love them. But, man, I we'd be up at the crack of dawn, and, like, I'd be at the cafe just a zombie. I'm like, what's happening? I see Bill walking up, just a little pep in his step. I'm like, what is with this guy? And the most ra radiant smile, and always, always, whenever I saw him, what's happening? What's happening? Always like that, and I'm like, what is with this guy? I didn't realize later it was the joy of the Lord. The joy of the Lord is my strength, and he truly lived that out, and another thing, when it came to work at the cafe, me, anyone who knows me, music is a huge passion, and at the time, I didn't know, when I got first got hired on, I didn't know I couldn't do worship and work at the cafe at the same time. So it was a bummer. But second year came around, and I still felt it on my heart to join the worship team. And at the time, I just saw being a barista as a job. I wasn't looking for any promotion or anything like that. I just 
I need money. I need tuition. You know what I'm saying? So I just worked there. I served. And um, one day I was up for promotion with Mr. Aaron in the back and um, Mr. Bill. And I was in an interview. And um, I confided in Mr. Aaron about I'm a little conflicted right now. I, I want to join the worship team, but I'm up for promotion. How does that work? And he just shared with me some wisdom. So it, that day came when the interview came. And I was just real with them. I was like, hey, I appreciate y'all, but my heart is still for the worship team. And and auditions were next week, so I was like, if I make it, like, I'm leaving the cafe. Like, I appreciate y'all considering me, but that's how it was. And just to see I've to see him as an employer, my boss, and the relationship to me, just him supporting me. At the time, I wouldn't say we were understaffed, but help was appreciated. For him to say, <laughs> for him to say, if that's what the Lord wants you, you go do that. You go do. For him to say that, that meant the world to me. And I ended up leaving the cafe and joining the worship team. And Mr. Bill, he's never seen me worship or anything like that. He didn't know what I could do or anything like that. And he, that's when he started coming to River Rock. And he saw me in the cajon one day. And, and after service, he pulled me aside. I was like, Abel, I know now why I can see that passion in you. And that's just a core memory for me, for Mr. Bill. Anybody else? Going once. <laughs> going twice. So, right. Well, it's great to hear about Bill. I, I take from just those memories um, three Fs. Fun, food, and friends. Yeah. And so praise God. Uh, right now I want to read a couple of passages of scriptures that was really important to Bill and to Carol. And so... Psalms 91 was very special, so let's read that. He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress. My God in Him I will trust. Surely He shall deliver you from the snare of the fowler and from the perilous pestilence. He shall cover you with His feathers, and under His wings you shall take refuge. His truth shall be your shield and buckler. You shall not be afraid by the terror by night, nor of the arrow that flies by day, nor of the pestilence that walks in darkness, nor of destruction that lays waste at noonday. A thousand may fall at your side and ten thousand at your right hand, but it will not come near you. Only with your eyes shall you look and see the reward of the wicked. Behold, you have made the Lord who is my refuge, even the Most High, your dwelling place. No evil shall befall you, nor shall any plague come near your dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over you to keep you in all your ways. In their hands they will bear you up, lest you dash your foot against a stone. You shall tread upon the lion and the cobra, the young lion and the serpent. You shall trample underfoot, because he has set his love upon me, therefore I will deliver him. I will set him on high, because he has known my name. He shall call upon me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life, I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. And then lastly, out of the book of John, chapter 14, verse 1. Let not your heart be troubled. 
You believe in God? Believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go and prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself, that where I am, there you may be also. Praise the Lord. Amen. All right. So, uh, band, once you come back up, we want to sing a, another special song. Um, so, Jeremy, go ahead. Would you stand with us one more time, please? This was a hymn Miss Carol requested, How Great Thou Art. I'm sure you've heard it on the radio recently.
seated. Actually, Bill and Carol were on their way to come to church to celebrate Christmas Eve services, and Bill 
passed away to be with Jesus before they got here. And so it was a shock to everybody around us. We were surprised. But guess what? It didn't surprise God. Psalms 116 verse 15 gives us hope. It says, precious in the sight of the Lord is the death of the saints. It didn't say in the sight of us that are here. It says in the sight of the Lord is uh, the death of the saints are precious. How can we say that? Well, uh, here, for those that are here, it seems like there was an exit that he left. But with the Lord, there was an entrance. Yes. And Bill entered into everything Jesus provided for him. And so there's great joy among the angels and among those that he met and was greeted. I believe there's a welcoming company that that greets us when we cross the other side. And so um, this is a day to remember. Proverbs 10.7 says, The memory of the righteous is blessed. Now, I've taken that personally so I can memorize things. That's not really what it's saying. It's talking about when you remember the righteous in their life, there's blessing in that. And so we're blessed today to remember the life of Bill Hampton. Yes. And so you've just heard about the blessed memories of Bill and how he is such a blessing to people around him. So he's an example for us. This is also a day of hope. We have hope today that we're going to see Bill again. In 2 Corinthians 5.8, it says, we are confident, yes. Well pleased, rather to be absent from the body, to be present with the Lord. You're either one, you're either here or you're in the presence of the Lord if you're a believer. Bill is with Jesus his Savior. No pain, no limitations, and utter joy and utter peace. 1 Thessalonians 4.13 says that if uh, we pass on, we're going to be reunited with Bill. But if Jesus comes back before we pass over to the other side, Bill's going to come back. 1 Thessalonians 4.13 gives us comfort. But I do not want you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning those who have fallen asleep, lest you sorrow as others who have no hope. This verse says that as a believer, you don't have to sorrow as the world sorrows. It doesn't say that we don't sorrow or we don't grieve. We just don't do it as the world does because they have no hope. 1 Thessalonians 4.14 says, For we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so God will bring with him those who sleep in Jesus, including Bill. Then we who are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and thus we shall always be with the Lord. We have hope today also in eternal life. First, I'm sorry, John 3.16 is the first verse you probably learned in children's church. But isn't it still powerful? There's no depth to this. John 3.16, for God... So love the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Bill did that, and many in this room has done that. But if you've not done that personally, you can simply believe that Jesus died on the cross for you. He rose again from the dead. Put your faith in that, and you can have eternal life today. We also have hope in the resurrection of our bodies. Tell someone this is not as good as it gets. Hallelujah. Our bodies that are sown in in dishonor, sown in weakness, put into the grave, one day when Jesus comes back, we're going to get a glorified body that can never die, 
And uh, it'll be just like Jesus's body. And so Romans 8.23 says, not only that, but we also who have the first fruits of the Spirit, even we ourselves groan within ourselves, eagerly waiting for the adoption. That's the redemption of our body. Philippians 3.21 tells us what kind of body this will be. Who will transform our lowly body that it might be conformed to his glorious body according to the working by which he's able even to subdue all things to himself. It's going to take a lot of power to change this body. But praise God, he's able to do it. You might ask your question, if Bill's up in heaven, why would God even care about the body? It's a shell. And I'm going to share this because actually Carol wanted me to share this, that really our body is just a shell that we live in. And so Bill's shell is left here and the nut's in heaven. She gave me permission to say it. Praise the Lord. Well, why would God even care about our body? Well, first of all, he paid for it. There was redemption for spirit, soul, and body. He paid for it. He's going to come back and redeem it. He's going to come back and get it. And second, just for principle's sake. Why for principle's sake? He's not going to allow even one atom, one DNA of the old man, the failure of the old man to remain in the earth for Satan to point at that I had victory. He's going to take out every trace of the fallen creation out so Satan can have no victory at all. We have the hope of heaven today. What will make heaven heaven? Jesus is there. Our loved ones are there. Again, we read this earlier. I'm going to read this again. It says, don't let your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And so he's there to prepare dwelling places for us. And guess what? He's a carpenter. <laughs> Hallelujah. And if it's taken 2,000 years to get it ready, whoo. But in heaven, guess what? All tears will be wiped away. Revelation 21 verse 4 tells us this. And God will wipe away every tear. Say every tear. Every tear from their eyes. There shall be no more death, no more sorrow, no more crying. There shall be no more pain. For the former things have passed away. So we do have a promise in Romans chapter 15 verse 13 that says, Now may the God of hope. Fill you with all joy and peace in believing that you may abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Hebrews 6.19 says this hope that we have is an anchor of the soul. When it gets difficult in life and our emotions seem to be out of whack and there's fear and there's sorrow and there's grief, look up. For our hope is a person. His name is Jesus. And he's the anchor of the soul that has entered into the presence behind the veil. Then lastly, I want to talk about this is a day of comfort. In the ESV, in 2 Corinthians 1.3, it says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies, and the God of all comfort, who comforts us in all our afflictions. 
so that we may be able to comfort those who are in any affliction with the comfort with which we ourselves are comforted by God. For, we, for as we share abundantly in Christ's sufferings, so through Christ we share abundantly in the suffering too. Let's pray. Father, we thank you so much for the promises that we've read, the hope that we have in you. I thank you, Lord Jesus. We're going to go and be with you, or you're going to come and get us and bring those that have passed along, but there's going to be a family reunion, and we're going to see Bill, and we're going to rejoice in the kingdom of God forever and ever, in Jesus' name. Amen. One last song, you can remain seated, but we want, the last song we want to uh, play today is There Will Come a Day. Try to hold on to this world with everything I have, but I feel the weight of what it brings and the hurt that tries to grab. The many trials that seem to never end. His word declares this truth that we will enter in this rest with wonders anew. But I hold on to this hope. In the promise that he brings There will be a place with no more suffering There will be a day with no more tears No more pain and no more fears There will be a day when the burdens of this place Will be no more We'll see Jesus face to face But until that day We'll hold on to you
Well, again, thank you guys for so much for coming today. And so as we close, please come up and hug Carol, love on her. But this is the day she's going to get a lot of comfort. But what about the weeks and the months that come? So as you're thinking about her some weeks and months ahead and she comes across your mind, that's the Holy Spirit. Please pick up the phone. Please give her a call. And I just believe you're going to have the right things to say at the right time. And we thank you for the Holy Spirit. All right, so as we dismiss this today, there's fellowship, hall, the ushers and, and greeters will show you where to go. But please love on Miss Carol. We love you so very much. You're dismissed.